This podcast is the result of my passion for languages and for talking to people. I have conversations with language professionals who are willing to share their experience. We focus on their work, but also on how their love for languages has shaped their personal lives. I'm Rita Prazeres Gonçalves, and I provide language services such as translation, localization, voiceover, and others in English and in Portuguese. I am also a language mentor for Portuguese speakers who are learning English and English speakers who are learning Portuguese. I am the language worker. Get in touch if you would like to know more about how I can help you with your projects. My email is rita at thelanguageworker.com. This podcast is also available as a videocast on YouTube. Hi, everybody. I'm very excited. This is a long overdue uh, episode, I think, because ever since I talked to Aniko, which was already, what, a good four months ago or five or something like that. Yeah. So I was already in season two. <laughs> Now I go by seasons. And uh, it's like, it's a big deal. <laughs> so we already talked about the possibility of doing an episode about women in localization. So you're a part of Women in Localization UK. And this is why today, finally, it happened because they've been super busy. They're going to tell us why. Uh, but uh, the idea is to get to know a little bit of the history of the institution, let's call it that, or the group, and to understand what you do as a part of it and where it came from or what it's doing now and what's going to do in the future. So this is this is the idea. So I will start inevitably by asking uh, Aniko to present herself briefly because we do have a whole episode. Uh, then I'll, I'll put the link below because I'm sure... It's interesting that it was very relaxed and very nice. <laughs> I'd say it was um, a really good one. So if you could please just introduce yourself briefly, briefly in case uh, someone doesn't know who you are. Yeah, so my name is Aniko Petermodowski and um, I'm a translator, freelance translator by day. And I also very much enjoy volunteering. And one of my volunteering endeavors is uh, with Women Localization, uh, the UK chapter. Mm -hmm. I've joined the organization, this specific chapter, about three years ago. Uh, I started in the social media team, and at the moment, I'm the chapter manager of the team. So my task is to like, kind of hold everyone together and make sure that everything is um, done on time. Mm. Um, yeah, so the, I'm sure you have some questions about the organization as well, so maybe... Yes, so we will do it a little bit later after we know who we have here. Nancy, let's hear it. <laughs> okay, hello. Hello, I'm Nancy Pellini. I'm the marketing manager for the Women of Localization UK chapter. Mm -hmm. um, I work for Acolab Group as a business development manager, um, but I've really hold, held quite a few positions in the localization industry over the course of my career. Um, I'm quite old. I'm, <laughs> I'm a 60 so I. <laughs> person, so so my my experience in localization goes uh, extends, you know, uh, to 30 plus years anyway. Mm -hmm. um, wow. But uh, yeah, so I joined the the Women in Localization UK chapter a couple of years ago, and not too long after, a, a position came open and uh, for marketing manager, and I applied, and uh, I'm so delighted that um, they have included me um, in this organization and in the in in the team because it's been just a wonderful and delightful experience for me. Um, mm -hmm. My um, role is well, my my primary role, I think, is is uh, at at the moment is is 
pulling together all the information from uh, our teams um, in to compile the newsletter and send that out uh, monthly. Um, I also help with the marketing strategy um, for for the chapter. Uh, I work really closely with the social media team. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I joined, this was functioning so well that there oh. was really, <laughs> really not an awful lot for me to do in that respect in terms of strategy. But um, uh, just working with the team and supporting them in any way I, I can. Um, and again, um, pulling together all of the information that we have on events that we, we've, um, we've had um, and events that are upcoming and um, making sure that that information gets out to our, our member base. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's, that's my role. Well, sounds great. And a lot of work, even if you say that everything is very organized, but I believe you, but still. <laughs> I, I really enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. So Sarah, Sarah, is it? The, Sarah, uh, Sarah, Italian? yeah. Exactly. Ah. Yeah. Hello, everyone. Yeah. So my <laughs> name is Sarah Pazzoli. I'm an Italian translator and subtitler. And in uh, Women in Localization UK, I am one of the social media manager together with Melissa. So what we do is we prepare social media content, particularly on LinkedIn. Uh, but we also have an Instagram account, which is fairly new, but it's really nice when we are at events. For example, we do stories and videos. So it's really cool. And uh, yeah, I joined Women in Localization over a year ago now. And mm-hmm. Uh, yeah I've also enjoyed my role a lot because it's very creative you know writing and we create the graphics as well on Canva um, so that's really nice I think me and Melissa we enjoy that uh, the most and uh, yeah um, yeah I'll uh, head it over to Melissa maybe because we shared the role so she can tell a bit <laughs> oh, more <laughs> I see you're, you're kind of a pair but let's hear exactly. from Melissa I already asked her if she was in any possible capacity related to Marina Ilari from Terra Translation of course She's her sister, so we've already cleared that. So she she is like a, a heritage <laughs> language <laughs> professional, right? Is that the case, Melissa? Yes, that, that's a great way to introduce it. Um, yeah, I, I, you could say I've been in the translation industry since I was born, I guess, because my mom has you. worked as a translator since, yeah, and she started the company. Now that my sister became the CEO, and I work with her as a business development manager. I was an account manager for five years, um, so that's more or less like my experience. Now I'm in the business development manager on the Terra localization side, which is specialized in video game uh, mm-hmm. translation. Mm-hmm. And um, we also have a podcast slash videocast called Open World, where we talk about video game localization, interview different localization directors from developers, uh, video game developers and publishers and stuff like that, which is something I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, since I joined Women in Localization was about 11, like 10, 11 months ago. So mm-hmm. after, um, bit after Sarah and I uh, love sharing the team with her, everyone in, in the team, honestly, like we, we do so many events. Uh, it's really, really, really cool. And I've also, for some reason, really liked um, graphic, graphic designs or since I was in high school. So I was like, you want to do mine? Perfect. <laughs> combining a lot of things I like to do. So yeah. <laughs> wow. That sounds very exciting. If you enjoy that kind of activity, I have to say that it's, such a painful moment in my life when I have to do my graphics because I, I do everything myself, obviously, as you can tell by <laughs> how basic everything is. But hey, this is what I can do. So I already know who to go for if I if I need any help with that. So at least I sometimes Anytime. think, oh my God, I'm so boring. I'm so boring, but I cannot do any better than this. So I mean, I end up always going back and forth with the same images. So now I know who, who to 
who to call if I'm in trouble. So about uh, women in localization, I'm sure that Aniko, you girls know how this whole, uh, you call it institution or group or... Organization. 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 Okay, that sounds good. So do you know how it came about with the the early beginnings, uh, how the first chapter, I guess that's what you call it, was created and all of that? So just a few words about that. So everything started in the U.S., and uh, it was 2008. So actually, this year is a big year for the the global organization because it's the 15th anniversary. Mm-hmm. So there were lots of celebrations all over the globe. We also did our local celebration um, here in the UK. So it started in 2008, and basically the the idea is to kind of foster an advancement of women and and in general the the localization industry and women in the localization industry. Because as you might also know, <laughs> there was still a, and there is still um, kind of like a pay gap um, in the industry as well. Uh, there are lots of uh, female workers in the industry, but the, the top positions um, are usually occupied by uh, men. So basically this um, organization was started to, to address these, to provide an, um, a networking platform, um, provide some uh, training and and uh, and resources, and um, even though it says women in in the title, mm-hmm. it's not just for women. So anyone who <laughs> who feels like this mission is is important to them can join, and we have um, all kinds of members. So not it's not only for women. Mm-hmm. So anyone can join, and actually membership is free, and uh, all the events are free as well. So I think this is what is a, a great thing about this organization. Um, that yeah, it's 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 a community. Um, we have events. I don't know what else. <laughs> <laughs> so Nancy, I'm I'm just wondering because you're a bit more uh, senior in the industry. Let's say that, right? Just yes. like me. Not well, we're not the same type of seniors, but we are seniors already. <laughs> sure. Yeah. We have a little bit more experience. I I've been around for about 25 years and in, in the industry. So it's, mm-hmm. it's a long time, but you have been longer. And you you have been in, in exciting places, really, more exciting than than the ones that I've held. So I'm wondering you having such a, an exciting position in, in a company right now and you've had uh, in other companies before. So by the way, everybody, uh, I just found out that Nancy and I were co-workers for a long period <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't know. So because it was yes, a big we, company, right? So we worked together yeah. uh, in what is now Accolade. So we joined uh, many years ago. And so that means that uh, even before the companies joined forces and all of that. So, but uh, that was a period when we were co-workers and it was quite a, a long period, probably four or five years at least, but yes, we didn't indeed. know each other. So that was pretty sad. <laughs> I wish I had known all of this before, but no. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. Do you feel like you have like, uh, a bit of a, a mentorship role for uh, these younger generation of women? I don't like talking about younger generation because it's like, I do a lot of things that people are now doing in their 20s but because I've only found out about these opportunities or situations that I've only done them now so it's not necessarily generation but let's talk about in terms of uh time that they have been in the industry I guess this is the fair way to put it because I have a lot of friends who started in the industry uh in their 40s in their 50s which is totally normal so it's not fair to talk about a generation somewhat somewhat but generation as professionals right not as as their age or people But yes. how has it been for you to be surrounded by people who are getting started in the industry, who have joined the organization 
also I'm I'm sure looking for some support, some knowledge, mm-hmm. and all of that. So how has that been for you? Well, yeah, that that that's a really um, interesting question, and um, that is probably what led me to want to join the organization and be a part of the team because I felt like I did have quite a body of experience that I could bring to the table. Um, and I, I think my first communication with um, the UK chapter manager was with respect to mentor- mentorship. I was mm. interested there that I had seen some um, information come out on LinkedIn that you know there were mentorship opportunities with women in localization. So I, I got in touch, um, and then the the um, position came open on the on the management team. Um, it wasn't in mentor mentorship; it was in marketing, which um, mm. I have to say that I I've, I've really enjoyed because as as the to as Sarah and Melissa have said I, from social media the social media side it's very creative and I really love that part of it um, but in terms of mem- mentorship um, I feel like yes I, I I can add a lot but I'm just learning so much from mm. from these younger ladies <laughs> they have <laughs> they come from you know very varied backgrounds and um, it's just been great for me to le- learn um, more about social media, for example, that maybe is something that I'm having to catch up on, and you know, in, we all do in recent years. So you know, this I, I'm learning as much as I'm able to contribute. I I, I should say, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, mentorship is is kind of a big thing for me these days. My my I have a daughter who is actually now working in the localization industry. So of course, you know, I feel like I'm. I'm mentoring we have her to have her for the heritage reunion with uh, with Melissa. <laughs> <laughs> so um, and and uh, women in localization has a great mentorship program. You know we have a mentorship platform um, uh, that's that's free to members as well. Um, I'm I've joined that and I'm participating in that. So yes, um, that was that was really a, a key factor in me. Um, joining and, and becoming more active in, in women in localization um, mm. because I wanted to be able to, to share my experience and uh, I'm really grateful for the opportunity to do that. So, yeah. Yeah. Sounds great. That's what I thought. I mean, I, I understand that people like us who have been doing this for a long time and enjoy doing it so much. I mean, yeah. I like I always say, I love doing it, but I, I love talking about it a lot more. Yes. <laughs> 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 so I understand that we, that we feel like we also have, you know, it's like a, a give give back to the community kind of thing because things right. have evolved in such a way. And I guess it's it's good for everybody to have also a vision of, of the history on, on how things have developed, at least in the last 30 mm-hmm. or 40 years, because it's been, you know, huge. But if you've only arrived recently, <laughs> you might have the picture that things are a bit more complicated than sometimes they are. But talking about complicated things, well, I guess uh, for Nancy and I, social media is kind of a, <laughs> a bit more of a less natural kind of a, a realm of, of events. But I guess for you, and there's a reason I'm sure that both of you are involved in the organization in the way that you are. So were you, Sarah, already, or oh, Sarah, I don't like to say Sarah because it's Sarah, right? <laughs> Uh, it's the right way to say it, or it's an approximate. Sarah. No, Sarah. Sarah. Yeah. We say like Portuguese Sara. So it's it's between Sarah. one and the other, right? In Italian, we roll we roll the R a lot. So Sara, you know, r, r. 
And that's my daughter's name as well. So she's Italian. (laughs) Okay. I have a lot of friends called Sara and I love them all. So (laughs) it's an important name for me. So, so were you already very involved on, I, I mentioned LinkedIn a lot, obviously, because it's where I spent most of my time. Even if now I have uh, created an Instagram profile and I, I actually enjoy because of course I like posting a lot of videos narcissist here and so (laughs) i am now going also in that direction but definitely my my first thing to do is to publish or to to post on linkedin and then go take care of everything else right so were you already very familiar with the 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 ins and outs of posting on social media did you were you already working in these specific networks were you somewhere else were you more a facebook person i guess not uh (laughs) just kidding (laughs) no facebook but not a tiktok either i'm in between the facebook and tiktok generation because i guess Um, you have a more professional uh mind when it comes to this so i suppose that linkedin and and instagram should probably be the the ones that we professionals look for in order to you know to yeah no to find like-minded people as this yeah no were you very familiar Mm-hmm. To reply to your question, I was by no means a professional on, on social media. Uh, I I used to use uh, Instagram quite a lot for mm. personal, to share personal picture and posting. I enjoyed that quite a lot, especially the creative part, as we mentioned mm-hmm. before. Uh, LinkedIn, I've just started using it, but to be fair, I wasn't very expert on it. When I joined the team, Aniko was in the social media team, so I learned a lot from her. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have to be honest. Um, so it was a learning curve, like we learned together the tricks and tricks of, of LinkedIn. We also use a scheduling platform, but it's, it was also very easy to, to learn. Mm-hmm. Uh, and with Canva, we just, uh, yeah, we just, I, I had a quick training and then we just, we just learned it. I, I don't think I was any expert. I just really enjoy the, the task. So it makes it easier to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then we try our best. Yeah. We are by no means professional. I'm going to start looking at that carefully. <laughs> <laughs> But it's interesting what Nancy was saying about, you know, um, she joined the organization being so experienced. For me, it was quite the opposite experience because I joined the organization by being by no means expert of the industry. And that's the reason why I joined the organization. And when I saw the position for social media manager, I thought it was the perfect opportunity actually to, you know, start networking, start meeting people. And it was great to meet my team members because I can learn from their experiences and just mm-hmm. talking to them for me it's it's learning every day so it's been an amazing experience but it's quite mm-hmm. funny because it's actually the opposite position uh as Nancy but yeah <laughs> well, <laughs> that's exactly why it's Sarah. really interesting <laughs> to have them but it's good. I guess that what uh, makes our team so good is because we have, we all come from different backgrounds, different level of experience. So we compensate each other in many ways. Mm-hmm. So it's it's really good, Indeed. I think. Yeah, I bet. But then we we have Melissa, who is here in a in a very interesting position, right? Because it's like you have been in the industry for a minute. Right. You do something that is very specialized. I guess you can say that. I've had a, a guest who's an expert, uh, Diego Perez. Our interview is in English, but he's Brazilian. But I loved talking to him. So, I mean, if there's any more episodes to to be done about games, I'm game. Right. <laughs> I'm like always, I love talking about it. I was involved in a few projects back in the day. Right. So for Sony PlayStation and there was a blast, but I it was not like I was involved in, in a full-blown process and I'd, I'd love to be a part of it because I've heard that there's a sort some sort of um, 
it's like the work is divided and and meaning it belongs to different types of specialities, people who know more about terminology, more about legal content, other people with more creative. So it's like a whole world. So, I mean, I guess there wouldn't be enough episodes to talk about all sorts of people involved in that. So I love it. But having all of this background, uh, so when you join first, why would you join uh, Women in Localization UK? Because this is what we're talking about. Is it because you feel like it's not really relevant to be involved in a specific chapter because in the end, you always feel part of the same group. What's the relationship between your group, specific, your chapter specifically? I love this word. And then uh, the um, generic chapter, main chapter, how do you go about that? Yeah, we have like the global, there's like the global team. And so a lot of times we, we hear from them or there's a, a global event, which recently there was because it was the 15th anniversary of the organization. Mm -hmm. So it was a big event. Uh, that happened in San Francisco. San Jose. San Jose. San Jose. Yeah. I've lived there, so I know. I know where it is. But yeah, I mean, I, I joined. Um, well, I, I'm based in London, in the UK. I lived there for yeah. about three years, and my um, my sister is part of the Women in Localization Los Angeles. So I've been mm -hmm. following her there and the events they do and I always thought it was really cool and to be honest I really just connect to the mission of the organization I remember the first ever conference I went to uh, it was uh, you know for LSPs and I went to both uh, it was one with a lot of uh, translators and I noticed as well there's so many women in this industry and then we went to this other conference which was a lot of more like CEOs and and there were a lot of men there, and I was like, "This doesn't, this doesn't add up." Why is it doesn't so make sense? Women, and then this one is full of men like this. So I think ever since then, I was, you know, it's been bugging me, and like, I, I really connect with the message of the organization, and um, I just wanted to kind of contribute a little bit from my. Mm -hmm. from my side. But then you went to this more social media oriented part of it, which really, how does it um, meet? what you already do in your professional life yeah so i mean it's my past has been really kind of random which uh at first i thought it was really weird but then honestly like hearing from people's careers i noticed a lot of times people have really diverse backgrounds and i don't feel that bad i'm like okay it's not like i was a traditional past honestly my i have a master's in uh policy and management like it was it's kind of like so yeah it's just a bit over the place, but I yeah. guess I'm more like I, I know it more like the business side uh, of thing of things. And my work, I um I have to do use LinkedIn a lot, and I kind of mm. communicate a lot. The conferences we're doing, kind of spreading different messages and uh, things like that. And also, I was volunteers in different organizations ever since I was in high school. Or so like I just That's very American, and, right? <laughs> I was like. <laughs> Eight years I was a volunteer in this, uh, like, the, Girls they do like, educational <laughs> programs in Argentina. Uh, and I was also in, in charge of all the communication uh, and social media, videos, everything we were doing. So that also, like, gave me a lot of experience for, like, a really run. I was just I was just involved in this NGO because I, I, I liked the, the, the programs they were doing. And um, so I got some experience from there. So I thought, okay, this is something I can contribute from this side, even though it's not really 
you know, of course, like as Sarah was saying, I'm not an expert either. Like I don't, I didn't study anything uh, related to social media that makes me an expert in it. Uh, but I do have some random experience that I thought I could use <laughs> to contribute yeah. from that side. Sounds good to me. So you guys were talking about uh, different types of uh, events, right? And you just mentioned CEOs and you just mentioned a lot of people who are women in other types of uh, gatherings. So do, do those events come from the mainland, <laughs> the, the mothership, <laughs> or is it, or do you have freedom, let's call it that, or you're independent to a certain point and you can just decide on what you're going to do? What kind of events do you hold? How do they occur? Where do they come from? Who thinks about them? So Nancy and then Aniko a little bit yeah, together. Sure. <laughs> yes. Well, I'm, I'm happy to start and um, team jump in whenever you feel like I'm missing something. But um, yes, we, we actually have the freedom to decide on our mm. own events. We have, um, uh, we, we, we select as, as the management team, we select the topics that we want to do. We do um, one event, pretty much one event a month. Would you say mm. that's correct, Aniko? It's, mm. it's um, between the net networking events that we it run. Like and... it. <laughs> <Yeah>. Sorry? <laughs> it feels like it's one event per month, but yeah. I yeah. Think this, year, this year has been particularly busy. Yes. We normally um, aim for four events per year, so one every quarter. But this year has been, yeah, we had lots of events. As Nancy so mentioned, so in-person events you now have, or or most of them are actually online. So we still have quite yeah. a lot online. Mm. Yes, yeah. trying to return. We, to we do kind of a, a combination, and um, we are also exper uh, experimenting with hybrid events. So we'll we'll have um, a group in person, and then we also record the event and uh, stream it. Um, mm -hmm. So we've had a couple of uh, events like that this year. Um, but yeah, it, it's kind of a combination of of, of both. Mm. So what's what's the main goal? Is the idea to because you mentioned CEOs, and I suppose they're not all a part of women in localization. So, uh, well, I'm just thinking, stuck in with the idea with the CEOs for me to have examples on what kind of events you might do, right? Uh, but then, so what's the idea of those quarterly events that you hold as as your main events, I suppose? And then the the smaller events that you do, it, are they like subject to a theme, to a group of people? Are there generic? Are there with, with with a chapter? Is it by subject? How do you handle that, Aniko? So um, basically this year, uh, we did something different. Normally we would just sit, come together and uh, look at our, basically our membership. We have some information about uh, whether they are freelancers, we have some freelancers, we have project managers, we have some people in senior roles um, amongst our members. So it's really a diverse group of people. So we need to find something that um, anyone or everyone would find interesting and useful as well. So this year what we did is we did a poll uh, on social media with some topics that we thought would be interesting. And we basically went by that poll, the results of that poll that, okay, people want to hear about Transcreation. So we had actually not one but two events on transcreation. Um, and we had an event on SEO. Mm -hmm. uh, that's quite a popular topic now. I and... answered those polls. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> you see? <laughs> I have. Yeah. 
Yeah, so we listened. Yeah, so we, we looked at the results and we said, that, okay, we are going to do these events this year. Mm-hmm. And um, so we, we do listen to our, our members. Um, and at the moment, we're actually preparing event, one event for um, those who are just entering the industry. So either because they are fresh out of university or they are changing rules. Or fresh of out of anything. Fresh out <laughs> of anything else. <laughs> Like if they've been in another industry, but they want to like enter the localization industry. So it will be an in-person event only in London this Friday mm. uh, in collaboration with the university, UCL. Um, so that will be mostly for students, actually, and some other. Um, so just looking at the, the, the bookings of who booked, it's like half half of people mm-hmm. who are just switching roles and people who are still studying and preparing for their entry to the industry. And then we are also planning an event on AI because that's also a very a hot topic. <laughs> a hot <Right>. topic. <laughs> so for uh, for the last event of the year, we are planning an AI focused event. Um, it's so the day we have the date, eighth of December, and we are Did still eighth, 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 eighth. Yeah. So we are still still you heard it here first. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, so we haven't even sent out the. Ah, so, so yeah, it's it's it's, it's a new. spoiler. It's it's a don't worry, it will go out today, so it's it's fresh. <laughs> Everything is fresh here. Spoiler All alert. information will be accurate. <laughs> yeah, so so please, yeah, just keep an eye on. <laughs> on <their story>. We <laughs> will. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So so we are still finishing that organizing that event but mm-hmm. then we're also looking ahead already for next year because next year is um is a very special uh, year for our chapter uh-huh. because our chapter was started uh in december 2014 so it will be the 10th anniversary of the chapter itself so please expect some huge things <laughs> so many spoilers maybe another podcast no. maybe another podcast episode <laughs> <laughs> That's what I say yeah. to everybody. So speaking of, of people who are starting fresh, etc. Et right? So Sarah, when you go to these events, are you like um, someone who tries to attend as much as possible? Are you super busy so you don't really have the time? How is it for you? And when you do attend, what have you been attending throughout this year? And how do you feel about it? So some feedback, some yeah, if you have any I'm... negative feedback, that's welcome to. No, no, no <laughs> negative feedback. <laughs> I, I, I think I've actually attended all the event this year from the UK chapter. There you go. Right. Yeah. Um, and so what, what honest... have they been really? I mean, if, the ones you can remember from the top of your head, not going to. Yeah. So as yeah, the um, going back in time. So basically, we did yes. one in September. Long ago. <laughs> no, no, I'm going backwards. <laughs> so the one in September was about audiovisual translation, which uh-huh. was basically my field, and it was really interesting because we learned about you know audio description um, uh, neural machine uh, translation how is it implemented in the audiovisual translation industry yes. uh, AI dubbing and things like that mm-hmm. uh, the one before was um, well we also had some networking event in the summer with mm-hmm. um, our partner which is the association of translation companies uh, so we do some networking events locally Mm-hmm. Uh, another event was the SEO, 
So we learned, as, as Aniko said, we learned a little bit about this practice, how to specialize in that field if someone wants to. So we try also in our event to have, for example, one freelancer, someone who works in-house. So we have different perspective in every event. Mm-hmm. Um, and we try to share like tips on how to get involved in this role, how to succeed or what can be the challenges in, in this field. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? The first event was... Help me here. You just mentioned Intanico, the first one this we did, year. We did transcreation. Ah, transcreation. There you go. How could I forget that? Yeah. yeah. Transcreation <laughs> Atelier. Uh, that was a huge success, actually, because we had so many people signing up. Uh, over 300 uh, people signed up for that event online, which was, I think, our all time records for the UK chapter. Uh, yeah. So these were the events in the because UK. Because I need to join. I see that now. <laughs> <laughs> it's a no-brainer you have to join yes, for sure <laughs> so how you how do you feel about participating in all these things and how it has it broadened your horizons as you know what yeah yeah you know what it's great to uh learn a little bit how to network because i guess when you're new in the industry you are a bit shy uh me as a person as well i'm a little bit shy so oh, add yeah, it to yeah, the yeah. Thing. Uh, you add to <laughs> that that <laughs> that you're new so you don't really know what to do <laughs> So, so you you know it's it's good to to go out and it's a very positive environment the one of women in localization so it's it's kind of reassuring that it's okay you just go there talk to people um and it's really important you know to to expand your network when you're starting out because you really need to meet the people who work in the industry uh to talk to them, ask about what they do and, and learn from them. So yeah. that, that's if I crucial. might say so, Nancy, correct me if I'm wrong. That's, I guess, one of the things that has changed the most in the industry, right? Or or any other industry, I suppose, because back in the day, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I guess that it was a bit like there were no social media outlets for any of this to happen. So your contact with companies was very different, was much more of a one-on-one situation. You would just approach companies and have no idea on what was going on and what really happened inside the company or anything like that, right? So we had this <laughs> completely different Yes, issue. yes. So this is like yes, a, indeed. a new there's, way of approaching. Just, indeed, there's just so much information available now. You know, it, it's almost overwhelming. Mm-hmm. You know, LinkedIn can be overwhelming. And and I think that's that is a challenge even um, to make sure our message is getting through, you know, to make sure that we're re- we're getting through to our, our member base. That's why we, you know, we, we reach out through various channels, Instagram, LinkedIn and Twitter. Uh, sorry, X. Um, <laughs> I know. And, and our newsletter, our um, email campaigns. So, yeah, it, it's really important to, to, to reach out through the various channels, but it can be really overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I guess uh, it's you know, much more complicated. AI, you know, all of the information that's out there on AI and just, you know, so, so as Aniko said, paying attention to what our members want to hear about and trying to focus our events on, on topics that are interesting to, to people and, um, and providing that opportunity as well to, to network in person and online. Mm. Um, yeah, it's, it's really important. Just And talking the, about um, well, networking, Sarah was just talking about uh, your partners, right? So who are these partners? Do they come to you? Do you go to them? It's a mixture of things. Are they companies? Are they other institutions? Are they universities? So uh, uh, Nancy and then 
we'll go to Melissa because I see you in a specific order in my, in my screen. <laughs> sure, yeah. Maybe yeah, it's a bit absolutely. biased, but uh, yeah, so yeah. I mean, because Aniko yeah, yeah. and Nancy are on top, so I'm like looking at that directly. But definitely, <laughs> Nancy and uh, Melissa, I'm sure you have probably different information. I'm not sure, but you know, let's let's see who are these people or who are these institutions. I suppose not not necessarily people. Right. Maybe there are individual people. Not sure. Well, we we have uh, we have partners and sponsors at a global level. So women in localization uh, have a, a sponsorship program, and they have uh, global sponsors. These are usually larger companies that you know um, contribute at various levels. Um, locally, we are always looking for for sponsors for our events, for example, um, companies that will you know maybe um, sponsor a venue for us to host. Uh, Not necessarily host in the industry, but things that can be logistics, for example. Yeah, it, they're, they're, it's usually in the industry um, ah. or, or organizations like UCL, um, universities um, where we can hold networking events. UCL mm -hmm. is, is, is our partner and our sponsor for our, the, the next um, the upcoming networking event that we're, we're having this week. Um, so, yeah, we work with organizations in the industry um, who uh, sponsor, who can also um, participate as, as members of panels or speakers um, or, or just, you know, um, sponsor uh, things like giveaways. Um, Accolade mm -hmm. Group, for example, sponsored a giveaway as part of Women in Localization. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, th th there's various levels and various things that we we, we do, and 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 as I mentioned, we're we're always looking for for sponsors and partners um, that we can team up with, you know, for mm -hmm. our events and for various um, activities that we yes. offer. Yes. So, Melissa, who? So people are sponsors and they're partners, and what's in it for them? This, um, honestly, this is a bit out of my field. <laughs> I was looking at Annika. I know, I mean, we have a sponsorship manager. I'm sorry, it's me who one. doesn't know who does what so much. I mean, no, I, I, I completely broadly, uh, I know them. But, but you can you can send it over to Annika. <laughs> no, I mean, she's just the one who is usually looking for our sponsors. Mm -hmm. And like, uh, um, like Nancy was saying, there's various uh, different things. Sometimes it's just providing like the venue or like, uh, and also the people, like we invite this, experts in different fields that come and present and basically they're just doing it for you know for the organization because they believe in the mission and most of mm -hmm. the time that's the main reason just uh, of course we promote our, our sponsors and our in our linkedin and and thank them for all their support um but most of the times you know they they want to support the mission of the organization but i'm sure aniko has more to say about this do you <laughs> just kidding <laughs> So it's one two two separate things. We have the sponsors, as you as Nancy and Melissa mentioned, and we also have the partners that Sarah mm. mentioned. We had um, we have still have a, a a local partner. So partners are non-profit organizations, um, and uh, locally in the UK, we partner with the Association of Translation Companies. So uh, it's kind of a bit of a different relationship between partners and us and sponsors and us with the sponsors as, as Nancy said uh they they either provide us with the the location for an event um and and as Melissa said so I really don't have anything else to add uh yes. it, it, we cannot go into specifics obviously right <laughs> not here <laughs> they identify with the mission and uh of course they get uh, uh some exposure from from us as well on, on um, social media and amongst our members Mm -hmm. So 
We have a, a specific manager who's dedicated, a dedicated manager to sponsorship mm. in the team, uh, Amy. So um, as Nancy's our marketing manager, Sarah and Melissa are the, the social media managers. We have a sponsorship manager. Um, we have two events managers, uh, Federica and Gabriella. Also Italians. <laughs> we have lots of Italians in the UK. Too. I can think of a hundred <laughs> Federicas right now that I've known over the years in the industry. And I'm thinking, what about this one? What about that one? But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and we have two Carmens. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> I guess I should join for some variety, right? <laughs> yeah, we don't, we don't have any Portuguese members yet in the, in the in this is going to change. Management team, yeah. <laughs> yes, in the management team, of course. So it, yeah, uh, so we have uh, Carmen uh, looking after uh, uh, education and uh, mentorship. Well, you're and, talking about the same Carmen, right? Uh, Carmen Cisneros? Carmen Cisneros, yeah, that's, that's, that's it, Carmen. Also an interview I'll link <laughs> yes. in the podcast. <laughs> and uh, we have um, Carmen who is looking after our members. So she's the membership manager. And I think I named everyone. So yes. it is a good moment for us to talk about memberships, right? So yeah. let's go with the plain logistics of it. <clears throat> so where, who, how, I suppose. So, well, everybody can can join, but uh, let's go with uh, Melissa maybe to begin with. She's like, I'm muted. I'm muted. You're not? Oh. Okay. You muted. At least I cannot hear you. Can you? Okay, then we go. Ah, yes. <laughs> I was going to say, start, I mean, start honestly, a little bit started. <laughs> I mean, honestly, Anika, can, I, she can answer this better than I me. Mean, I'm so sorry, Anika. I keep uh, sending you things. But I mean, you can always, um, I know we, you know, we have that women in localization um, website. Mm -hmm. That's where you, it's very, very easy to, to sign up as a member. It's free, as Anika said before. So, you know, you basically, have, you should do it. There's nothing to this. You just have benefits, right? We will all do it. <laughs> <laughs> so, but should it be in the main Women in Localization website? Or, do, do, I mean, do you even have a specific one for your chapter and there's a main one for a general thing or it's everything in the general one and then you have your respective areas? I have no idea. So how does that go, Sarah? Yes, so the website is general, so it's women in localization. Mm -hmm. We can maybe share it afterwards with the link. Yes, we up. will share everything. Yes. We will share <laughs> all the links and everything. Anything you want, anything you want. So, yes, the website is general, but when you sign up, you mm. um, you choose the chapter. You can choose two chapters, basically. So if you're based in the UK, obviously choose the UK chapter. For example, then I'm Italian, so I choose as my second chapter, the Italian exactly. one. So the good, thing, uh, the, good, the good thing about it is that you can join the event of both chapters so you know it's a it's really it's really a good opportunity if you are mm. across two countries it's really good you can join events everywhere and other benefits are that you get recording from all over the world so all the chapters around the world and the global mm. uh, events as well so there are global events and local events in all the 28 chapters that we have uh, so yeah, signing up is very, very quick. You just go online, sign the form and you get access to our benefits immediately. Mm -hmm. So you guys will send me all the relevant links, but just before we go, 
Let's talk about uh, the upcoming events because uh, Aniko was talking about it. We were talking about it, but that was already probably half an hour ago. So we don't know anymore. So <laughs> let's make it clear the things that we still have going on for this year that you guys are aware of and can remember right now. And then we'll put all the links that are related to that uh, down there so that we can, you know, everybody can join or everybody can do whatever they want with the information. But of course, uh, you guys are relevant for us in the industry. So I guess it's just uh, to everybody's benefit to be a part of it. So Aniko, let's let's make it clear what's coming next. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so within the chapter is 24th of November. It's quite short notice. <laughs> it might already be in the past when uh, when the podcast is, is out, but basically it's about... No, uh, no, no. It's going to be in the present. <laughs> okay, so yeah, 24th of November in London, in person, it's a networking. And also there is, there we have two uh, HR professionals, HR experts who are experts within the localization industry. Wow. Uh, will talk to us about uh, entering the industry and then there will be networking. And then on the 8th of December, we will have an AI-focused online event. Mm -hmm. So even if you're not based in the UK, you can sign up. And actually, that's that's true for any event. So even if you are not um, based in the country, you are not a member of that particular chapter, mm -hmm. you can always join the online event. So you don't uh, have to be the member of that specific chapter. And in terms of what the um, global um, organization the other chapters have in store for this year quite a lot I, I keep seeing on on, uh, on LinkedIn as well that the other chapters are recommending their final events of the year as well so I think it's it's going to be a busy busy period mm. but I just attended an event in Utah in fact mm. in the Utah chapter so oh. that is uh, one of the benefits you can if no matter where you are there's always things going on and and it, it's great to to meet up with people in other chapters as well yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I guess I'm going to have to join maybe not on the 24th because I have two podcasts recording. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll I'll try to see what works because now I'm very curious and I think it's something that I would also benefit from attending. So I'll check my schedule again. <laughs> but you know how it is. My episodes can go little bit and now that I have two podcasts this ignores so we'll see but definitely try to be there because I think it would be such a great opportunity for getting to know more of you and also doing some networking of my own so great. any final words anybody or are we all set with Aniko is like I am tired of talking about dates and things already <laughs> <laughs> I think I think as a uh, as we were already urging everyone join the organization um if you want to learn, if you want to network, if you want to keep up with the latest developments in the industry, if you support the cause, um, I don't know what other reasons you need. <laughs> so it's free. You can get all the recordings for free. So even like past events, if, if they are uh, they have already been recorded, you can watch them uh, on the on the website. There there is the mentorship uh, platform called Mentories, um, where you can register as a mentor and as a mentee or both. And then you can select different areas you want to work on in hmm. either capacity. So if you if you're really good at one area and you can mentor people in that, that's great. But you can also uh, learn some more from other people uh, in I'm other sure. areas. What else? There's so many other things. There is also a job board on the main mm -hmm. website. Uh, so it's a global job board. Um, yeah, that's, that's, that's all I think. Okay. So as you can see, everybody, there's lots of good reasons 
for you to join this organization and I'm going to be checking it out. And therefore, as I do my research, I will post, well, you can send me all the links that you, you want from these events that we talked about. And then I will do a bit more research on my own and post anything that I can find. And so, Ooh. yeah, well, maybe I will, you know, be creating a Portuguese chapter. You never know. So, <laughs> because I guess there isn't one, right? As far as I know, oh, there I isn't can, one. I think... I will I'm check not sure. Out. I don't remember. We have 28 all over the world, and I remember like. Yeah, but I don't think there's a Portuguese one. But... No, I don't think there is. So if you if you'd like to start your own chapter in a country where it doesn't have a chapter yet, you can also do that through the website. Mm -hmm. So you need, um, I think, three people at least to start start a chapter. So you just can't be on your own. I understand um... that. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, but, so another uh, reason to visit the website in case your yeah. country doesn't have a chapter or your country is as big as the US and you want to have one at least per state or per... <laughs> <laughs> because I guess there's, uh, uh, of course, several in the in the US, right? Yeah. Yes. So you have yes, the Utah yes, and you yes. have the Los Angeles and probably the San Francisco. Yes. Do you have like right. in California five or six like the San Jose? <laughs> I guess not, right? But at least Los Angeles for sure. So, and there's a reason why your your event, your global event was in San Jose that I'll need to find out because, I mean, I can only imagine that the Silicon Valley is right there, but, you know. Okay, so this was great. Thank you so much. Nancy, it was great to meet you and know that we have been good nice workers. Now that yes, <laughs> indeed. We'll have to catch up sometime. <laughs> for sure, because I guess we were both happy with working for this company, so we can yeah. talk about it in peace. <laughs> it's all good. Right. <laughs> very nice to meet you, Melissa, and we'll talk more because, as I said many times, very interested in this area. I think it's very interesting for a lot of people who watch the podcast and and listen to the podcast, whatever you prefer. If you're walking the dog, I know it's more of the of a listening situation. Uh, but I mean, very interesting. So I'm I'm sure we'll talk about a little more. Sada, you're so interested and so bubbly, and you're one of my people. I believe you say you're shy, but I just cannot believe you because I I can spot a non shy person when I see one. Right? <laughs> I hide it away. <laughs> And oh, I have a final message, though. I have a final message, though. Yeah, okay, follow okay. us on social media, please. <laughs> follow us on LinkedIn. For sure, for sure. We're all going to do that. And uh, tomorrow, when the post comes out, so the episode will come out tomorrow, as I'm speaking today, and all of these things will be available, and I'll do a, a post on LinkedIn. That would be first priority of the morning. And <laughs> by the afternoon, you'll have a bunch of new people joining. So yeah, so that was a good final message. And Aniko, thank you so much for putting this together, for telling me about the organization, for being really the inspiration for this episode, which was great. So it has been, you know, we have been thinking about it for a minute, but you have been super busy with a special year. And I guess all years are special <laughs> for the organization, but still it was great. So nice to have you. So good to meet you. And I'm sure that people will have questions and they will come to you with, you know, other things that they need to know and good luck for the organization and for each one of your careers thank you so much for this time and i'll see you around thank you guys thank you so much thank you so much thank you bye, -bye.